Merry Christmas from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast from the Christmas Day Sermon. The sermon is entitled, Full of Grace and Truth. It is based on John chapter 1, verse 14. It was preached by Pastor Mike Hannell. Please pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts and the actions of our lives be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Merry Christmas. Christmas time, obviously, we have a lot of big traditions, right? You, you come to worship Jesus, your Savior. You gather with family and friends. You open presents. You've decorated trees in your house. A lot of fun things that people do on Christmas. Uh, another common thing that I discovered, this wasn't a tradition necessarily in my family, but I know that a lot of families do this on Christmas, is they go out to see a movie, Right? You've had people in the house for a few hours and you, you need to get out and do something. And so everybody tries to decide on a movie. Star Wars movie is out. You guys big fans of that? No, yes. Have some of you seen it? Are some of you going to see it? This is a big cultural phenomenon, right? You, you have to be in touch with our world. Uh, we saw it last week and... Uh, I've learned that once Christmas Day hit, that embargo, no spoilers, it's lifted. So I can tell you now everything about that movie, which is wonderful, The Rise of Skywalker. It's really a continuity of the movie. Star Wars is, is kind of a hit. It's reached across many generations now. And uh, on a big level, it's a story about light and darkness. The side of the light, the Jedi, and the side of the darkness, the, the Sith. And it's a story that appeals to a lot of people because it's just, it's so basic. Yes, it includes a lot of, you know, sci-fi fun and, you know, plan planetary hopping and adventure, but it's a really simple story on a big level. But on a smaller level, it's an even simpler story. It's just a story about redemption. Now, you can choose which side you want to interpret this on, but it works either way. That ultimately what's at play in the Star Wars universe is one side is trying to get a person to come over to their side. Whether it's somebody from the side of the Jedi trying to convert or win over somebody from the dark side, or it's somebody from the dark side recognizing the good and the power in somebody from the side of the light and trying to turn them, to turn them back to the dark side. It's there in all of the movies. There's a lot of things that change in them, but that basic storyline is always there. And it's easy to see, again, why the story's so popular, why the movies play deeply into the people who watch them. Because we know that story, that story of redemption. Maybe you've even lived that story, or you know somebody who has, that, that even though there are people around you and not all of those people are good. In fact, there are some people that, that people just generally say, you know, that's, that's a bad person. Why, why do you hang out with that bad person? Why are they a part of your life? Just cut them off. And generally, 
we that make those choices, to have those people in our lives, I think deep down inside, the reason why we do it is because we hope to win them over. We hope to redeem them. We hope to change them so that they amend their ways, so that they live the kind of life that we want them to live. And on the other hand, there are probably people who live very bad lives, and all of their friends are like, why do you have anything to do with that person? They're they're a Christian. They don't smoke. They don't drink. They they live this very upright life. What, What do you have in common with them? And in their heart of hearts, maybe they're hoping to win them over to their ways, but maybe they just enjoy having that light in their life. The story is common, and yet the story of the Bible, the story we hear today, the Christmas story, is a very different story. It's a story of Jesus, the light of the world, coming into this world. Jesus becoming one of us. Jesus becoming a human, though he is still the Son of God. And Jesus comes into our world, and our world is depicted not as a world of light, but a world of darkness, a world of sin. And John tells us that Jesus comes into this world as the light of the world, and and the darkness didn't understand him. The the darkness couldn't understand what Jesus was about. Who, Who is this guy? Why does he do the things that he does? And John explains what he means when he says that Jesus was the light of the world, that in Jesus, John says, is this person who was full of grace and truth. Now, to you and I, we should hear that and say, you know, that's interesting because I don't know a lot of people who are like that. I don't know a lot of people who are full of grace and truth. In fact, if we look at the people around us and even if we look at the person in the mirror, we find people who aren't like that. Are you full of grace? Do you know people who are full of grace? It seems to me like most people are very me-centered. They're very ungrace-like. They're focused on their plans, their goals, their future. A person who has that heart of grace is not so concerned about themselves, but they are focused on the people around them. If, if you're in a big rush in a hurry, well, I'm in a hurry too. In fact, I have even more things on my list. So you, you cut ahead of line. If somebody gets in front of you, you get a little bit angry. But to have grace, to be able to say, oh, no, that's okay. That's okay. You go first. You, you are important. I, I have other things that I can be doing. I have more time. I made the decisions that put me in this situation that I'm in. People without grace are often very vindictive. They live that kind of tit-for-tat life. They keep a scorecard. All right, I'll do this for you, but one day you know I'm going to ask that favor to be returned. We don't know a lot of people who live lives full of grace. Or if we do, there are also people who don't live lives full of truth. We live in a very weird world today. 
a world where truth is not acknowledged to be a thing that exists, that there is not an absolute truth. Instead, there are very various shades of truth. You have your truth, I have my truth, you live yours, I'll live mine, and that's okay. It doesn't matter if those truths are contradictory. What's matter is that, what matters is that you choose your own way. But that doesn't really work. If we live like that, thinking that we have truth, but there is no truth, what we are doing is living a lie. And how well does it work to live a lie? You're a person. You've told a lie, perhaps, in your life. How does that work out when, when somebody calls you to the carpet? You, you have to tell more lies and more lies, and suddenly you who don't live in the truth find that not being in the truth is very restricting. You feel like you're locked up. You feel like you're in chains. To live a life not according to the truth is not a great life to live. But that's not who Jesus is. Jesus is this one who has come from God, the Son of God, who is full of grace and truth. And the amazing thing is that Jesus is full of grace and truth in equal measure. He doesn't compromise on one or the other. Even if that means we're not always comfortable with it, Jesus comes. He comes full of grace and truth. Jesus comes into this world as the light of the world, and he comes with truth. The truth that Jesus speaks is that we live in darkness, that we are a part of the darkness, that we say, what is wrong with this world? And Jesus says, you are part of what is wrong with this world because you all live in bondage, in bondage to sin. You all live broken, fundamentally, in a very deep level in your heart of hearts. You live in rebellion against God. You don't love God. You don't know God. Not with your whole heart. Jesus comes and speaks that truth to us. And Jesus tells us the truth that we cannot fix this situation. We cannot remedy the error of our ways. In fact, that is why Jesus has come. Because we are in this helpless, hopeless situation. Jesus comes and speaks that truth. That truth is not always easy to hear. Some people don't like to hear that truth. But nevertheless, Jesus comes full of that truth. But he also comes full of grace. He comes full of God's grace. Jesus does not come here with his own self-seeking agenda. In fact, Jesus comes to do the least self-seeking thing of all. Jesus comes to lay down his own life for us for those in rebellion, for those who are against God, for we who are sinners. Jesus does this. Jesus comes full of grace. Yes, Jesus says that there will be a time of justice, a time when the sins of the world will be paid for, but Jesus doesn't come in a truth kind of justice, a vindictive kind of justice. Jesus comes in a gracious redemption. 
where Jesus will come and live the perfect righteous life and Jesus will die on the cross in the place of you and me, in the place of all of the sins of the world, all of the sinners of the world. Because Jesus lives that life of grace, that, that grace, that gift of God to us, that gift that is freely given Jesus doesn't come and say, all right, you have to accomplish this, this, and this before you receive this gift. Jesus doesn't check our naughty and nice inventory. He has already spoken the truth. He knows all the naughty, and yet he comes. He comes with his grace for you and for me, and this grace is the truth the absolute truth of God, the word of God, that when Jesus comes and says, your sins are forgiven, I died for you, that is truth. Those words convey that forgiveness for you and for me. I said at the beginning that I thought that the Star Wars story is very different than the story of the Bible. Because in the Star Wars story, the story of life, we always see the good guy trying to, to redeem the bad guy. And, and usually, if you want a happy ending, that, that happens. But the story of the Bible is a different story. And yet it's the same story. It's just sometimes we don't understand the perspective. For Jesus is the ultimate good guy. Not good like you and me are good, but good as in perfectly righteous. Light as in the very light of God, the light of our salvation. And Jesus came into this world of sin and darkness. And what does John say? The bad guys, the darkness, the people of sin did not receive him. Now, I just said that we don't know a lot of people full of grace and truth, and, and you're like, well, that's true, but Jesus is full of grace and truth, and you're like, we should just be attracted to him like a magnet. So too should have the people in Jesus' day. But John tells a different story. In this world of darkness, the darkness abhors the light. The darkness tries to take the light out so that they can live in darkness. And in Jesus' story, that's exactly what happens. The, the darkness, the hands of sinners did not receive Jesus, but instead brought him to the cross. The, the hands of sinners took away Jesus' life. But the light of God the light of God shines in the darkness. And even though the darkness does not receive him, the darkness does not overcome him. Jesus shines. Jesus shines there on Good Friday. Jesus shines even brighter three days later on Easter morning. Jesus is the light of the world and the light of the world that continues to shine that comes back to his disciples and speaks his words of peace, that sends the disciples forth into this world, this world of darkness, this world of sin, this world that had rejected him and continues to proclaim the good news of peace, forgiveness, comfort, and joy in Jesus, 
That is the word. That is the light that has come to all of us as well. And John tells us that even though the darkness rejected Jesus, rejected the light of the world, still the light comes. And to those who receive him, to those who believe in Jesus, this one who is full of grace and truth, Jesus doesn't just change us on the outside. Jesus makes us new. Jesus puts us to death and in the waters of baptism raises us to new life again. Jesus fills us with his Holy Spirit so that we would not be people who lack grace and lack truth, but instead we would be just like him, full of grace, full of truth so that we too would shine, not with our own light, but with the light of God into this world of darkness. The bad guys are out there. We once were a part of them. The sinful flesh still clings in us, but the light of God shines. Let us also shine. Let us also bring Jesus' grace and truth to redeem this world that Jesus has redeemed for himself. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ, who is your Lord and risen Savior. Amen. Thank you for listening to the special Christmas Day podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School. You can find this and other special event podcasts by going to stpaulslutheran.net and clicking the Sermons button at the top of the page. Merry Christmas from everyone at St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School.